Hi, Plum Adventures. Welcome to the show. Today we've got a really big show for you. How you doing today, Keith? Doing pretty good, man. Been working on the rental house. Didn't quite get it done, but gotta go back and do that later. But I am excited to be here right now because of what we got going on today, man. You know, I would say that I'm exuberant this morning. Exuberant. Exuberant. It's a season of joyfulness, man. So The show is. So, you know, my wife said I was kind of like a a kid without his meds today so i'm i'm hyped up man that's good dude about to tie me down that's awesome hey i got a something we can do here man try to set up this show all right i want you to close your eyes okay got them closed i got a few things here i want you to tell me what they sound like okay sound like okay all right so i'm gonna start with just this all right tell me when So that was one sound there. Here's another one. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like something crunching, man. Like bones crunching or snow crunching or something. Try this right here. Oh, man. I don't know. Something's broken, I think. Crunching. Breaking crunching sounds. All right, so here's another one. Still closing my eyes, right? I'll set you up a story on this one. All All right. right. You got to close your eyes. Set you up a story on this one. Feel you. Uh, you got a, a guy going out, walking out into the the in his burly, you know, plaid shirt, going to do some man kind of work. Gets his saw out, right? Right. He gets it and starts sawing on some wood. And sawing. Okay, I could buy that. I hope you're not sawing our desk in half key. All right. So, John, what do you think them two things were? Honestly, the first one I might know, just because we might have I might have snuck around and accidentally found out before the podcast. Right. But the second one, I really don't have a clue. So, the first one, you want me to tell tell the people what it was? Go for it. Frozen leaf lettuce. Right, and it had thawed a little bit before. But while we were setting up the podcast and stuff, so I think it didn't quite get the effect we needed. But often used in movies, John, frozen romaine lettuce All right. for bone breaking, bone breaking action, different kinds of crunching and stuff like that. All right. Now the second one, I think it probably did sound a whole lot like, you know, someone sawing a piece of wood. That was literally just my fingernail over a piece of cardboard. Okay. So All right, that's not bad. Today we're talking about something called Foley artist. Foley artist. I know what Foley catheters are because we work in the medical field. <laughs> that is not the same thing. <laughs> okay. And a Foley artist is not a person who inserts Foley catheters right. either. <laughs> then a Foley artist. Now, I know what they are. I've heard of them before. I've actually, a few, two or three years ago, I saw a really cool documentary with some women in it. They were doing like all the sound effects for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. In oh, that, that's in awesome. That movie. Yeah, I didn't see that one. But uh, I would say, though that probably one of the best things to do is after you listen to this podcast go and check out some of those kind of videos because it's it's one thing to talk about it but it's really neat to see them doing this stuff oh it is yeah they had some cool stuff going on so john you said you know a little bit about foley artists what is a foley artist well it's the person who makes the sound effects for movies that's about as in-depth as i can give you what you got to say about it well that's it it was uh, named after a man named jack foley um he was probably one of the first people that started 
you know, implementing some of these techniques for movies. And he he did movies, you know, in the early early 1900s, first part of the century. Actually gotcha. passed away in '67, and uh, so it was named after him because he set up a lot of these techniques. And uh, it's just taking things that sound like other things and recording it in a studio, and then adding that into a movie. Now I've seen one of the classic ones. I'm sure we'll get to. I don't know a lot of them, but I remember I think hearing of like half coconuts clacking to like be horse hoofs. Absolutely, stuff like that. yeah. That right, and that was actually parodied in uh, uh, Monty Python. You remember that? Oh yeah. They were instead of like actually riding a horse, they were actually just clacking those coconuts oh, yeah, there and you just go. kind of pretending. Now, to be which on one horse. was that? I can't remember. Maybe it's Holy Grail. I can't remember. Okay, but uh, sounds good. But it was one of those those Mel Brooks films, and but yeah, it's so. Uh, why do they do this? What's the point of it? Why not just have horses running around? Well, it's important because you have to control the sound. I got you. Okay, so like we know a lot about recording because we record this podcast, and I we have some experience recording some music. Right, you know, and what did you just do? Like just now, I just saw you do it. I looked down to check our levels right before on that. our recording. I drank coffee, and you carefully. Set down that coffee cup. I did. Why? So it doesn't show up on our podcast. Exactly. And so you got to think when these movie people, the producers, whatever you want to call them, all the different people who make movies, directors, when they are, they got their boom mics out there and they're recording, they're picking up more than just the, the voices of the actors. Right. That's true. And so a lot of that is uncontrolled. And so it's a lot easier to cut that stuff out and add your own background noise i got you that makes sense even if you have something where you can only pick up the actors voices if you don't add background noise to that then it'll sound natural at all got you and that's a lot of times you know you think of b-rate movies have you ever watched a, a oh yeah what's called low budget film exactly those are always awesome to watch right some some of them are yeah so, so yeah we <laughs> have to not so much we'll go back and forth and like if we find a b-rate movie that's good we'll let each other know because you wouldn't make it like past the first few minutes if you didn't know it was good you right, know somebody exactly. didn't tell you but um they say though that like video technology is so good now with the digital video cameras and stuff like that that really the thing that makes a b-rate movie look b-rate now is the sound is if you have poor sound quality. Well, we talked about that with the podcast, right? Since I have some experience recording music, I already had some nice microphones, maybe nicer than the average just starting out podcaster might have. Right, was which was awesome. You know, I had the idea of doing a podcast. I happened to have a friend who had some really good mics. And, there you go. And also someone who would be really good at doing a podcast. So. Right on, brother, right just on. Kinda, God just worked all that crap together, you know? So did, flum-a-diddle in the house. That's right. So, um... Anyway, it's also very important, too. You ever watched a Bruce Lee film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Like where the, especially the, the bad Chinese movies where like the words are like half a second behind the mouth. I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's really funny to make fun of, too. But Keith, I will crush your green leaf lettuce. <laughs> so anyway, if you think about that, the only way to cut voices out would just be to cut the sound out. Right, completely. And so they, uh, so especially early like, on, before a lot of the computer stuff we have now, yeah, so when they would cut the the sound completely out, then they would have to add back the translated voices. and then the, But when you're 
adding back the translated voice, you also have to add back the background noise because you took everything out. So it's very important when they started translating these movies into other languages. Absolutely, so, man. So this stuff we're talking basically is artificial, most of it. Right. Or a good bit of it, maybe. Yeah, I would I would say most of it. I mean, um, you know, I, I've been watching movies and TVs in a different way just since studying this, or since actually probably a little bit before we decided to do the podcast because I learned about Foley artists a few months back. That's cool. And uh, I've kind of since then been, you know, watching them in a different way, like trying to, you know, you, you see that. what they might be doing. Yeah, you, you see, like, the train go in the background, and you're like, that wasn't real. You know, they added that in later. Or, I mean, it, like I said, go on YouTube and watch some of these Foley artists do their things. You see a horse ride up, and you think, well, they just recorded the horse riding up. No, I mean, that was added. That's like some dude with the coconuts, like you were talking about. <laughs> I mean, just and they add that sound into that. So You know what one of the classic sounds they add into everything? What's that? Anytime you see a bird of prey in a movie, eagle, hawk, whatever it might be, osprey, I, you can guarantee that the sound that's playing is a red-tailed hawk call. Really? That key-er kind of sound. It just sounds better. Yeah, that was that was a, a dying strangled chicken, but it was close. <laughs> I can't do Good it. Try. But look up Lawyer Hawk too for those. Uh, oh my gosh, the, the Texas Diddlers. Law Hawk. Yeah, the, yeah, that's it. The Florida <laughs> oh, Diddlers need to terrible. listen up the Texas. They need to look up the Texas Law Hawk. Yeah, try that on YouTube. We got we're, a good we're not affiliated with them. We neither can. We have nothing to do with the guy except if you want to see the most ridiculous lawyer commercials ever that are meant to be stupid and funny yeah the guy's a nut so but that's got like that classic it's hawk scream hawk in it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway all right yeah. so tell us what it's like to be a foley artist all right well i kind of figured that out i mean since neither one of us are I'm yeah sure we, we're, we're well yeah i can't tell you exactly what it's like um but i can i kind of dove into the world a little bit preparing for the podcast all right I noticed, like, I was trying to find, you know, things I could do, you know, myself in here. And so, uh, you know, you just kind of notice yourself listening to everything. It kind of oh, yeah. gives you a different perspective on life, things you wouldn't normally hear. On sound, listen to yourself. I do that as a musician sometimes. I hear some little tapping of something that has a rhythmic thing or the wind chimes or the tree, whatever it might be. I'm hearing sounds. Could I record that? Could I put that in the background of something? Right. And I kind of do something similar, too, as a writer. Like, you know, I, I like used to like to write I don't have much time for it anymore but I had wrote like half a book or something like that and I remember when I was really into writing though I would kind of always be looking for ideas for the book in the real world oh know? yeah absolutely that's kind of what they do too they're looking for ideas for what their art in the real world so can't stress so, enough though that like most of everything's added like you see two people brush by each other in a movie and you hear that swish of their clothes touching each other. That's added in later on. You know what I think is cool about it? I think that you would have to be really creative to do that. So you're noticing these little sounds. And we hear a water drop or acorns falling or whatever it might be. And this person's thinking, you know, in a movie that could sound like a guy getting his eyeball poked out with a ice pick. Right, exactly. And uh, like, or whatever it might be, yeah, might not be that graphically. Violent, well, I mean, like you but, see a, a kid's kiddie pool turned upside down, and you hear that boom, boom, boom sound that it makes. You know, you're thinking, oh man, 
I could use that like in a fight scene or something. You know, that's, you that's their world. That's what they're doing all the time. You ought to really check that Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs thing. That was really cool. I'm going to check Because that. of all the sounds of the different stuff falling and doing it. It's pretty neat. I'm going to look at that one. And uh, look up the one, too, with the horses. That's pretty neat. The horses. Yeah. All you right. would think that, that they're just... You would think it's real horse sounds. It's not. like you. The guy, even while he's doing the coconuts and stuff, is just making like noises with his mouth that horses make. Like, and you're like, it's crazy. He's basically beatboxing. Yeah. In his and, own but, style. But that's added in. It's like... I think it'd be cool too as a Foley artist like to watch that movie and hear those horses and be like that was me yeah <laughs> absolutely well let me uh, ask you this Keith alright bud why don't you share with us some common tricks for the good flummadiddlers out there today so how do we get all these sounds We, we there's iconic sounds and we may hit on some of those in a little bit but let's just hit on some tricks of the trade maybe alright so it, one of them I saw was cornstarch in a leather pouch makes the sound of snow crunching all right. Now let me let me just stop there. I would have never, never has it ever crossed my mind to put cornstarch into a leather pouch. I know. And has it ever crossed your mind when you were watching a movie with people walking on snow that it wasn't just the sound of them walking on the snow? I don't think it has, which is good. You want to be absorbed into that world, right? But you know, cornstarch it has its places. Yeah, I know. I thought about that in gravies. I, yeah, maybe if it's a balmy summer day and you need to. It thickens things you up, know, that's for sure. You need to splash it on like a little powder in your crevices or something like that. I put just a touch of it in my um, chicken and dumplings. Okay, you could do that, thicken it up. Yeah, it thickens it all. It like doesn't make a sound, though, in your chicken and dumplings. No, it's not snow crunching. Sure ain't. But you know, right. I thought about that, though, John, when, was, when I was thinking about doing this podcast. I was like, are we going to ruin movies for folks? You know, they're going to be watching this movie, and now they're going to be thinking about, oh, crap, that wasn't real. That Maybe was, the that first wasn't movie. That wasn't you know. And yeah, they're, they're going to forget. They'll get past it. They'll get past uh, it. You know, I really, though, to be honest with you, it gave me more of appreciation than it did ruining it. Because it's kind of like you can you can zone in on it and pay attention to it if you want to, but you can kind of forget it, too, if you want to. But, All right. So, anyway, it kind of gave me an appreciation for what these people do. All right, hit me another one you like. All right, pair of gloves. Sounds like bird's wings flapping. All right, I see that. How about... So, I mean, think about that, though, for just a second. Bird's wings flapping. If you had a bird flying off on video, your boom mic's not going to be close enough to get that bird's wings flapping. No. So that has to be added later Got to be added. Yeah. And when a hawk, or an eagle, rather, is flying like 200 feet above the ground, and the guy's riding his horse across the Spaghetti Western yeah. screen, yeah, he's probably not going to hear that key error. I sure ain't. But the movie's got it covered for us. That's right. So how about an old chair making controllable creaking sounds? Give us some cr chair creaks. See if you can right. get some chair creaks. I've probably been doing it this whole time. All right, good. That sounds like a spring bed, man. This is a family-friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. <laughs> but you get the idea, right? So what else? Uh, Water-soaked rusty hinge when placed against different surfaces makes creaking sounds. So that would be pretty important, I think, for scary movies. All right. So creepy. Creaking through the house. So when you're scared, just think that's just an old rusty hinge Don't placed against different door. surfaces. Don't open the door. All right. They always open that door. They always open the door. They do. They got to. But I wouldn't open the door. Have you seen that Geico commercial? Where they're like hiding in the, the tool full of like scary tool, uh, the shed full of scary tools. From I don't think the I've guy. seen that one. That's pretty funny. I have to check it out. Yeah, check that one out. All right. So what about a heavy staple gun combined with other small medical? Man, 
I almost got it right. Let's try it again, Keith. All right, go for it. A heavy staple gun combined with other small metal sounds makes good gun noises. Yeah. So, so just to yeah. kind of fire them off. Okay. What else you got? Um, a metal rake, the like rattling it, uh -huh. makes a similar sound as a chain link fence. So. Oh yeah, I could see that the little thin tines on the rake flopping yeah. it around. Okay. So let's stop there and think about this. A lot of this stuff is done in a studio. Right. So like. You wouldn't want to set up a whole chain link fence in your studio. Probably not. So you got a metal rake. Does the same thing. Got a metal rake. I like it. All right. How about a heavy car door and fender? Those can make most of the car sounds needed, but having a whole car in the studio is better. Yeah. Right? Right. And you wouldn't want to just, if you're going to have a fender and a door, why not just get the whole car? Good grief. I've got millions of dollars making these films. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So I'd like, I would love to take a tour of one of these uh, studios. So. You know, if any of you Foley artists are out there and are flummididdlers, call yeah, us up. Yeah, I'd have sent down, Call man. us we'll up. Do. We'd take a tour anytime. Heck, yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, burning plastic garbage bag cut into strips makes realistic uh, candle or like a soft, non-crackling fire sound. Okay. All right. How about quarter-inch audio tape balled up, Keith? What's that sound like? Uh, grass or like brush when you walk upon it. Right on. Yeah. Okay, we did the romaine lettuce, bone or head injury noises, right? Yeah. What about, oh, we already hit that too, didn't we? Coconut shell, so it was, we were right. Is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Okay, well, the Holy Grail, okay, good. Bring out your dead. All right, and so, uh, let's see, selection of wooden and metal doors is needed to create all sorts of door noises, but can also be used for creaking boat sounds. Creaking boat sounds, all right. So, like a creaking, you, you see a creaking boat in a movie, it's probably a door. Probably not a creaking boat. Yeah. All right. But, too, you got to think about that. You know, like, how many movies and shows you watch where they shut a door? It's at it later on. That's a door in a studio. That's not the door they're actually shutting right there. They can't get that boom mic close enough for that. It's neat. Man. All right, Or it's Keith. controlled, anyway. You know what? What about this? I mentioned this earlier, Keith. I had no idea this was going to be a part of our podcast today. What's Acorns. That? Yeah, I this know. Is the, that's the word for the day. Hold on. We, we've got a word from our sponsors. Acorns. All right, thank you, sponsor. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. All right. So what goes with acorns, Keith? Um, small apples, walnuts, stuff like that. So just kind of drop those on a wooden parquet surface, and it can be used for bones breaking. All right. Now here's a good one, Keith. So think of our sci-fi movies. Pretty popular these days. Whether it's your Star Wars, your Guardians of the Galaxy. The Star Trek movies have made a comeback. Lots of stuff like that. You know, you got lots of like squishy, juicy, alien pod kind of noises, right. man. And we know that most, not all, but most of those alien noises do not come from real actual aliens. Maybe some of them, but not all of them. Yeah. I mean, we've met a couple of aliens. couple. But, you know, they're definitely disguised as people. Absolutely. But yeah, um, so one of those, are you are you going toward the, uh, the whole, um, yeah, I got you. Okay. So you're headed toward the Terminator thing. Okay, sure. Let's, let's do or that. Or Stranger Things. What about that, man? What about the sounds in that? People love that show. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch Stranger Things and listen. They got lots of alien, gooey pod sounds and Are stuff. you talking about the new one? Yeah. On Netflix, yeah, I haven't seen it. And my parents watch it, and they love You've it. You've never watched Stranger Things? Uh-uh. Oh, Keith, come Pretty on good. now. 
Yeah, you got to start. They got about two seasons now. All right, I'm gonna watch it. Um, so Terminator, one of the iconic sounds that had to be added is, I think we all know John. We don't have real liquid metal dudes, right? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that will be cool when we have them, but we don't yet. Or it might be really scary. It would be scary. Yeah. I think. I think I don't want them. I, I don't. I wouldn't care for them. So anyway, um, but liquid metal is also found in small quantities. It's kind of weird. We don't know what it would sound like in a large quantity like that. Okay, so right. Anyway, we he hear the sound of him. He goes through the metal bars, right, and he makes a kind of a sound getting through those bars. I'm going to try to make it here, John. And he goes through those bars. <laughs> and it sounds a little bit like you're getting through there. Hey, that sounds kind of squishy. And he finally... He's close. Breaks through. He's almost through the bar. Ugh. And he got through the bar. All right. So, John, tell the audience what that was. And this is really what it was in the movie, right? Yeah, they used it for the movie, yeah. It is a canned dog food. Opened up. You're shaking it slowly. And it's sliding out of the can. Oh, uh, yeah. And we were live in studio. We spare no expense and no funk for the listeners here. We actually have some pedigree dog food here. Uh, pedigree, There's there are sponsor opportunities if you'd like to be a part of the podcast. We, yeah. we appreciate you. Uh, this, this first food. one's for free, but uh, everything after that's costing you, man. All right. So, how about some other iconic movie right. sounds? I got one. One of the big iconic sounds of all time movies. Yes. Star Wars lightsabers. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, that's Wong. probably the best one ever. Wong. I love the sound it makes too when it's coming out of the oh, yeah. tilt. You know. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. So what you got, Keith? All right, man. I, Shine the light. I actually knew about this one even before I knew what Foley Artists did. I'd read this somewhere about how they made the lightsaber sound. So I think he accidentally had a mic behind uh, his TV or something like that, a hot mic, and he heard the humming of his TV through that mic. Okay. And then that mixed with the humming of a uh, projector motor. Okay. So he mixed those two sounds together kind of played them back and then ran a mic past it you know sweeping it across it to make that sound you know i got you that's it i like that yeah that's kind of like some sonic architecture stuff where a lot of electronic musicians will manipulate and distort real sounds yeah that's cool and make all kinds of stuff that never was before all right man so there's one thing that you don't have in real life that we've seen movies about, and that is dinosaurs, right? Oh, yeah. How How about some Jurassic Park and Jurassic Worlds? Right. I've heard very few real dinosaurs. Right, yeah, and when I did see a dinosaur, I did not pull out a boom mic and try to record its roar. I mean, I I was running with my tail. Running for your life. so. Um, So what they used, though, was like a mix of different animal sounds and kind of put them together. They used a baby elephant. Yeah, I could see the elephant part. Like mixed in with a tiger's roar or tiger's okay. snarl. I like that idea. And an alligator hiss. Okay. So it kind of gives it that reptilian flavor. Man, I kind of like that. So I thought put, there was an elephant in there somewhere maybe, but I didn't think of the tiger's roar. Yeah. And that that's pretty cool. So those I three like things that. mixed together. And, you know, also the 
there's times when he breathes real heavy. You know? Yeah. You know, I can't do it. You can't do it. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I think he, didn't he, like, with his breath, blow his hat off in one of the movies? I th- maybe you know so. That? Okay, that was uh, a whale's blowhole. So a whale's blowhole sounds something like this. Maybe like... Maybe. That was a creature. I cannot determine, or I, I'm sorry. Yeah, something like that. I cannot say for sure whether that is of terrestrial origin or not, uh, or perhaps right. extraterrestrial origin. But it was a creature. Please put him back in the cage while we're doing the rest of the podcast. He freaks me out a little bit. He's up. He's up. Okay, good. Just make sure it's locked. Okay. All right. So some Sit other down, Mogwai. Some other iconic ones is uh. So like Indiana Jones, I mean, you gotta think about that boulder rolling. Now we know that that was not made out of, that was not a real boulder, right? Right, right. Because that would have crushed Mister. Would have killed him dead. Yeah. So, um, I know in the Indiana Jones stunt show in Disney World, Hollywood Studios, they used a boulder that was like made out of styrofoam, and so a couple guys could could push that back yeah i remember hearing the styrofoam boulder thing yeah and but it's still they said still that much styrofoam still weighed like 400 something pounds really so like the the stunt actor <laughs> if he had accidentally fell it would have still hurt it him still pretty jacked bad. him yeah, up man. jacked him up but uh so i think the one of the movies made out of fiberglass though so probably even heavier than styrofoam heck yeah yeah but um still not the boulder sound that you need you know with fiberglass so they actually had a honda civic um that they were using is somebody owned it in the a studio. A bathtub with wheels is what my grandfather used to call the old Honda Civic. A Honda Civic, a yeah. A bathtub with wheels. So 13-inch tires, I think. Apparently somewhere around the studio there was this place with like some pretty big rocks, you know, like, um, I wouldn't say gravel. Small boulders, if you will. Yeah, I guess so. Like they said softball size, baseball softball size rocks. Okay, maybe not boulders. And we'll so, go rocks. Yeah, so, so the Foley artist at that time heard this Honda Civic rolling over those rocks and that gravel, and he thought, that's it right there. That's the sound. So he recorded that, and that's the, uh, that's the big boulder sound, man. Softball size rocks rolling down a bathtub with wheels. Yeah, Honda All Civic right. rolling over those <laughs> baseball size rocks. Gotcha. All right. All right, hit us with a couple more. All right, how about Wolverine? The knife's coming out of the hand. Whoosh, whoosh. So I like it. Zing. Yeah. I think in the comic books they said it makes like a zinc or something like that. Zinc. Right. I don't know. Anyway. But I got you, Wolverine, Logan. So pulling a very large knife out of a sheath quickly. Right. Mixed in with a piece of raw chicken being pulled apart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess because like it, it comes out of his hand. Right, and so you gotta have that. So you gotta have some raw meat. Yeah, you gotta have that flesh sound at okay. the same time. So they mix those two things. Together. All right, give us one more for the good people today. All right, I guess a classic might be Godzilla's roar. What do you think about that? Okay, we kind of hit the the dinosaur roar. Is that similar, or are we hitting on new territory here? Well, I guess it, it's similar as far as the character in the movie, but it's very different on how how they make how the they sound. Made the sound, yeah. All right. Um, for Godzilla, they basically covered a leather glove and uh, tar. Or uh, I think maybe tar or wax. Yeah, I think it's tar, and they just rubbed it up a bass string. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I don't know what that sounds like, really. I mean, well, I, I know what like Godzilla, Godzilla sounds like. <laughs> yeah, so so well, I guess I do cool. know what it sounds like. Right on, know. man. Well, that's pretty interesting stuff. Stuff we take for granted every day. You know, my son's a huge movie buff, so we watch a good bit of movies. I know y'all do too. 
and you take those things for granted. The creativity involved is obvious with the, I guess, the artistry of the acting or the writing or even the camera work, you know, oh, what's great cinematography, like a great western or something. But if you've got crappy sound, right, you're automatically in the B-grade, low-budget, man. Absolutely. Never thought of that. But like I said, anybody can buy a camera these days that's high-quality picture. Right. It's the sound that's going to make it uh, good or not. Today. And Keith, I would say that's what sets us apart. I think so. Like, we, we look good. We're Like the camera here that's on us that the people can't see. Right. If they could see it, they would see how fabulous our video is. Right. We don't have yet. Check us later on on the live Facebook. You'll there see. you go. Yeah, we need to do, once we get going a little bit, we'll do some we something would. like that. But you know me, I'm picky about the sound, but we're settling down. As long as it sounds pretty good, you know, we're not probably going for like billion dollar movie budget quality sound. Right. And let's just, just tell them, John, right now, what our commitment is to the listeners. We want a quality podcast. Got to have some quality. That is always interesting and entertaining right and, and somewhat informative somewhat informative absolutely and we're not calling ourselves experts on these subjects not even close we would just want to interest you enough to kind of dive into it yourself exactly and the word flummoxed will un, um, utter nonsense we try to cut through some of that for you and sometimes we are the flummoxedle ourselves we embody flummoxedle oh especially our we're shorts we're just being nonsensical and acting silly right especially and having our, fun our short episodes that we put out later in the week well, all right, folks. Thanks so much for joining the podcast this week. Keith, why don't you tell them how they can get a hold of us? Well, you can get us on Gmail at doyouflummadiddle at gmail.com. Or hit us up at our website, doyouflummadiddle.com. And also, Keith, why do they need to go to iTunes? Give us a five-star rating. And go to Facebook and share us with your friends. That's very important. Too. All right, so remember, that's doyouflummadiddle at gmail.com. And doyouflummadiddle.com. And remember, that's one M, not two, because two is, is a, a dessert. dessert. Thanks so much. God bless. Peace. Peace out.